Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I'm a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my brand new book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, becoming a patient, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open and there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we are giving away free signed books of your choice. All you have to do to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. And every month, no matter when you listen to this episode, my team and I will be randomly picking winners. You can do it two different ways. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast Review itself, or you can take a screenshot of your Apple Podcast Review and message me with that screenshot over on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the Instagram messages as well as the Apple Podcast Reviews and picking winners every single month. I'll reach out to you. I'll ask which book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, let's get to today's guest. She's a longtime friend of mine. Her name is Denise Vossi, Brooklyn native and Los Angeles-based. Denise Vossi is the founder of MADE. Denise first became known by many for her high-profile modeling and acting career. But the mother of two has also organically built an inclusive digital community. In 2018, Denise launched the online resource MADE, which focuses on clean beauty, self-care, and mindful life balance for women who find themselves juggling life. Since launching MADE, Denise has exponentially grown her close-knit audience with her well-informed clean beauty recommendations, health and wellness routines, and self-care rituals. Let's get right to it. This is Denise Vossi's Art of Being Well. Denise, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It has been a hot minute. It really has. Yeah. I, you know, I don't live in Los Angeles, but when I, I go there, I think the last time I saw you, I was at True Food Kitchen eating as I love True Food Kitchen, anybody that listens to this podcast. And I saw you and your beautiful family there. And I, th- I think that was the last time I saw you, which has been a while. Yeah, it's it's been a while and I love True Food. What do you get when you go to True Food Kitchen? Oh gosh, I get the spaghetti squash and I have so them good. at add broccoli. I get the, I now get the tacos because I'm eating meat again, which I wasn't for like six years. And they have the best gluten-free crust for pizza. My kids love their gluten-free pizza. Love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> my son actually, because we don't live in LA, he has this like, okay, this scarcity mentality around true food kitchen, gluten-free pizza. He will ask for two and take one back to the hotel with us because he loves it so much, which well, is kind of know. excessive, but. I get it. I'm with him. I'm like that. If I like something, I get two or maybe three of them. So <laughs> I, I feel his pain, but their dough comes from a bakery called Venice Bakery. So you can actually get the dough next time. I didn't know that. He's good at Solomon. He listens <laughs> to the podcast. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll hook you up, buddy. We'll, we'll get it. Oh, that's great. All right. So let's talk about it. Since you brought it up, you mentioned being a vegan for six years. You're not now. Mm -hmm. I know when people go public, and it's so funny, but in the wellness space, when people go public with, I'm not a vegan anymore, and they were talking about their veganism, it almost has sort of a, there's like a political vervet, like zealot, zealotry that can come out on social media and get really hateful and dark. Did you experience that? And then what, what was part of that evolution for you? What made you not be a vegan anymore? Absolutely. The backlash. So, you know, thankfully my community really handled it well. I think I've always set the conversation, right? Which is I'm an 80, 20 person in everything that I do. And I've forced myself to be that way over the last, you know, 10, 15 years of my life, because naturally I can be an extremist. You know, when I work out, I work out, you know, that, or at least I used to be that way. And I found that, that anything that it's extreme doesn't really last long. And so I've always in educating my community, I've always talked about the fact that this is what's working for me right now. So in fact, when I first got to LA 12, 13 years ago, whatever it was, I tried to become a vegetarian. And I was on a television show at the time. I was shooting a, a soap opera called All My Children. And my producer pulled me over and said, is everything okay? And I said, yeah, everything's great. Why? Was that scene like terrible? <laughs> we were like, you know, you look a little green on camera. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And they're like, do you need to see a doctor? What's going on? And anyway, so went, um, this is really when my, a big part of my newer wellness journey started. And I started doing like deep blood work and figured out that actually I can't, couldn't be a vegetarian at the time. It didn't work for me. I was trying and I was not feeling my best. So I walked away from that. X amount of years later, I got pregnant with my daughter. I decided that I wanted to actually raise the kids on a vegan diet for the first couple of years of their lives. And we can get into why later. And that's what I talked about on social media as I pivoted and moved away from acting and, and started moving into the digital space. And so I've always let my audience know, like, this is what's working for me now before it didn't work. X amount of years ago, I tried to be a vegetarian. It didn't work right now. Not only have I been able to be a vegetarian and now moving into veganism and it's working for now. And I think that with, you know, skincare products, because I'm a big beauty enthusiast in exercise, in diet, that things are always changing and evolving and to be in your best form and getting the best results that you have to continuously try new things and things change. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get any backlash, thankfully. So there were a lot of questions as to why. And there's been a lot of education and conversation as to how I did it without like completely like throwing my stomach array and, and how I'm feeling. I love that. So you were, how did that, what did that tra transition look like for you? Was it daunting at first? Oh my gosh, I haven't eaten meat in six years. What was that like? 
<laughs> I was like, damn, this tastes so good. <laughs> I actually had no issues. You know, I did it slowly because I knew it could throw my system, you know, up in, you know, arms and havoc and craziness. But I have to say, I definitely didn't have any real issues. <laughs> I was like, wow, this feels great. This tastes great. Yeah. I see. Look, it's this, this show is all about bio-individuality. And like you said, find out what your body loves, find out what your preference is and really exploring the science and the art of wellness and holding both. Cause like I'm always saying, like if I see this with patients all the time, if they hate what they're eating or whatever protocol we have them on, that stress and anxiety around that food's not sustainable. And that it's going to produce a negative result because of that cortisol and that dysregulation that it brings upon the nervous system. So sometimes, you know, if they love being plant-based, let's find out the best, cleanest, nutrient-dense version of a plant-based diet that works for them, that's sustainable for them. But then I see many people that are vegan, vegetarian, that are at the point where, you know what, intuitively, I know maybe that served me for a season of my life, but I need to pivot. I need to maybe integrate some things that aren't plant-based in my diet because I want to eat foods that love me back and to feel my best self. So I think that takes a lot because I think a lot of times people that, especially on social media, I see this all the time, people that have big social media audiences, they will privately go, they will not be vegan anymore, but they will tell me I can never say that on social media because <gasps> I'm so afraid of the negativity because they see how much hate and bullying and trolling that can happen, which is really a stat, sad state of affairs on social media. You can't even be honest and authentic. Yeah, that That's kind of anti every reason to be on social though to me. That's kind of, that kind of goes against every reason I share everything about my life because I share so yeah. much. And it is really because I want people to know that we are all very different and we have all mm -hmm. different needs. We have all, first of all, we have our access is different. You know, for me, I remember my integrative medicine doctor saying, you're, I, I'm not aligned with this. I actually don't want you to be veg or vegan because your iron levels, I don't think that this is going to be good for you. I think you're going to have, you know, well, I already had terrible menstrual cycles. It's going to be far more worse for you for if it was up to my doc, Dr. Drew, he's like, I want you to be eating like pure liver the week before you menstruate. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to go do this. And, you know, my thing was, I really wanted the kids to start that way. And I, I'm really glad that I did because I, I think I've given my kids a, a foundation to understand what works with their body and mm -hmm. what doesn't. But for me on social media, who I wouldn't be authentic. I wouldn't be relatable mm -hmm. if I didn't change and evolve and nothing mm -hmm. stays the same in life. And so I, I would say, I feel bad for those individuals and I would encourage them to go out and Mm -hmm. And share that because there's probably people within their community who also want to make the transition. I also think it's really hard. You have to be really conscious and really know what you're doing to be a healthy vegan. So I'm right now, I would say I still eat mostly great greens, you know, fiber, great vegetables, a mix of things. And then I have, you know, a small, moderate sized piece of meat. I only eat grass fed beef or bison. And that's all we we eat in the house as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, knowing what type of meat, where we're getting it from and, you know, farm, butcher, that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. very conscious choices and still a lot of plants, 
you know, a lot of veggies. But when I was vegan, I put on a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. I put on a lot of weight. And it's because I'm running a business. I'm a mom of two. My husband travels a lot. So there's a lot where I'm, you know, with the kids on my own. So there aren't always the best choices, right? So you come to LA and a lot of, you've got a lot of like vegan Mexican, you've got like heavy fried kind of vegan options, which in mind while you're going through it, you're thinking, wow, I'm being vegan, I'm being clean, but maybe you're not. (laughs) Yeah, just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. And that's just like as in the same breath, just because it's keto or, you know, whatever, just because it's low carb doesn't mean it's healthy either, but yeah. Completely agree with you. So as a functional medicine doctor, one of the many things that we help people with is improving their overall hormonal health and their overall wellness. And one of the things that's not talked enough about is sexual wellness, which when you're dealing with hormonal dysregulation or dealing with different health issues in your life, sexual wellness can really be negatively impacted. And my job in functional medicine is to support my patient's health from the inside out and also from the outside in. And something that our patients love to support their sexual wellness from the outside in is Foria. Have you heard about Foria before? They create award-winning products to support intimate experiences across every stage of your life, from menstruation to menopause. Foria's sex and intimacy collection features life-changing plant-based formulas designed to enhance pleasure and open the door for better sexual wellness. Foria sex oil is all natural and brings moisture, lubrication, and enhanced comfort to every sexual experience and every body. Made with liquid coconut oil for long-lasting moisture and 400 milligrams of CBD for enhanced relaxation. Foria fans love sex oil because it's clean, silky, but never sticky and safe for sensitive skin and sensitive parts. If you want to try all their intimacy bestsellers, then you need the quickie set. This bundle contains deluxe travel sizes for their three best-selling formulas, the Awaken Arousal Oil, Sex Oil, and two Intimacy Melts. I can read insanely glowing reviews from Foria's website all day, and not just Foria's website, honestly, from our telehealth patients as well. But you really just have to try their formulas for yourself to understand and I highly, highly recommend that you do. The good news is that Foria is offering a special deal for the Art of Being Well listeners. You can get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash willcole or use code willcole at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash willcole for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. Again, that's foriawellness.com forward slash Will Cole for 20% off your first order. You'll thank me later. To live your healthiest, longest life possible, you need to understand what's going on inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. Inside Tracker was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier longer. Inside Tracker can also calculate your biological age. You can actually see the rate at which you're aging from the inside out 
compared to your chronological age. You're going to be shocked by the results as well as ways to lower your biological age. You're not going to just look at data. They're going to give you ways to actually improve your health. And you can actually see based on their recommendations, your biological age reverse. The thing I love most about Inside Tracker is that they give you these recommendations based on your lab data and on things you can actually control to optimize your health, like what foods to focus on based on your labs, what supplements are best for your body based on your data, and what workouts are best for you and other lifestyle choices. And did you know you can use your HSA, your HRA, your FSA to buy an Inside Tracker plan, which means you can purchase Inside Tracker using your tax free dollars. It gets better. For a limited time, you can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store when you sign up. So if you're ready to get a crystal clear picture of what's going on inside your body, along with science backed recommendations to optimize what's not working for you, then visit insidetracker.com slash art of being well. That's I-N-S-I-D-E-T-R-A-C-K-E-R.com slash art of being well. Insidetracker.com slash art of being well. All right, so you mentioned kids and raising them a certain way, being mindful about where their food came from and being intuitive. A lot of parents listen to the podcast or people that, you know, want to become parents. And there's a lot of, it's kind of daunting in our world today. The amount of things that are marketed to kids, not everybody, like other, like families aren't on the same page. Family members aren't on the same page. Any pro tips for parents out there for eating clean? And what does that look like for your family? Absolutely. I think, you know, what's most important is that your immediate family. So whoever you live with is on board, your partner, you know, you, your kids, if you're making a transition at a certain age where they can actually, you know, have a choice. My kids mm -hmm. were just born and I was like, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and then we're going to give them a choice. So I think that that was really important for me. I looked at, you know, peers or even growing up and other parents and go, well, you know, why do we teach kids that we can go apple picking and we don't necessarily have this deep conversation with them like that? I mean, I would see kids that didn't know the chicken at the farm was a chicken on their plate. And so for me, I wanted to be super transparent with in everything with my kids. And it's the first conversations we're starting with our children are about food. Right. And so I would go to the market and we would go around the market, which was the best place to teach your kids when they're, you know, 18 months and, you know, little and colors and numbers and names of fruits and veggies. And then we'd go to the meat department and I'd say, this comes from a cow. This comes from a chicken. We don't eat it now. And that's because mom feels like it takes a lot on a little digestive system. And this is literally the conversation and they have no idea or in some idea, right? Because mm. eventually it clicks for them. But when they're tiny, they have no idea really what you're saying. But it was always a conversation of mommy thinks that your digestive system that lives somewhere around your tummy is it would take a lot of work to digest this. So mommy doesn't give this to you. But at some point in time, you're going to be super interested and you're going to want to try it because some of your friends might eat it. And that's okay, first of all. So setting setting up the the idea that whenever you want to try something, that is okay, that we can do it together. You don't have to be scared to try it or you don't have to be scared to tell mommy that or daddy that you want to try it, but we're going to do it together. And that's because mom wants you to understand what it feels like to be like at your best. So my kids, still my youngest, he's three, Lennox, who's seven, now has a much kind of bigger array of stuff that she eats, but they started out 
no meat, no dairy, no gluten, no processed sugar. And one of the best examples that I can have is Lennox at right before the pandemic hit, we went glamping. She'd been waiting to go glamping, just so excited. We go to this glamping place down all the way down. There's like a market and they have all the things you don't, I don't want my kid to eat, I should say. So remember those like pusher pops where they're like, just oh, yeah. basically it's just food dye and sugar. Yeah. Maybe some dairy. <laughs> yeah. No. So this is like the icy one. So she's like, oh, okay. so cute. It's like fluorescent pink or okay, got it. red, like neon. And she's super into it and she's five. So the conversation's different at five than it is at two. And she's like, but mom, I really want this. Why can't I have it? So we start talking about red food dye, which she's heard about before. And, you know, how, how I, what I think and how those effects that I think it could have on her. And she's like, well, I still want to try it. And I said, okay, we both understand that mom doesn't really want you to have this. And these are the reasons why, and I wouldn't give it to you, but you want to try it. So we're going to exercise that, right? But we're going to check in at 15 minutes, at 30 minutes, and at one hour to see if you feel any difference in your body. So she's so excited. 15 minutes in, she's like, I'm fine. She's loving it. About 20 minutes in, she's like, oh, oh my God, mom, I'm so itchy because she'd never had been exposed to it. Her body really had a reaction to it. And she's like, that's so toxic, mom. I don't want to eat that. So now for me, what that experience told me was she knows when she's putting something in her body, what works and what doesn't. And she can make the decision. I don't have to intervene. I don't have to make the decision for her. When we have friends and she goes over their home and I'm not there and they go, can Lennox eat this? I say, ask Lennox. She knows what she can eat and what she can't eat. She can make that decision on her mm -hmm. own. So around a year later, she wants to try meat. And she was like, can I try it? I was like, absolutely. Mommy and daddy, we're not going to have it out in random restaurants. It's going to be, you know, grass-fed beef and let's try it. And she loved it. And she's like, I want to eat more of it. And I could tell she was a little nervous about it. And she says, well, you don't eat it. How come you don't eat it? And, you know, talked about that. And she says, well, I said, well, you know what? What if I started eating it with you? And that's kind of how the transition happened to me was wow. to support her. And she says that her body feels better. And I have no choice but to believe that. And that is really why I did all of that in the beginning, because I wanted her to know when I put something in my body, she's tried dairy. She's gotten a reaction. She doesn't like it. She'll try mm -hmm. many things and say, I don't love that. I'm not going to eat it. Now she mm -hmm. can make the decisions for herself. And I, I think love that. that is super powerful. So I think, you know, educating children about where the food comes from, why you're making certain decisions, mm -hmm. and then allowing them and letting them know that they will always have at the end of the day, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, the decision to make is the way that you empower your children to make healthy choices. Mm -hmm. That is really amazing. It's age appropriate, age appropriate agency over your health and like really empowering them to know, like avoiding things that don't make you feel good isn't restrictive. It's self-respect and sort of, I would rather feel great more than I thought I wanted that whatever creamsicle pop, push yeah. pop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great. So I am such a fan of your work. I'm such a fan of what you're doing with MADE, but I don't know the origin of MADE. Can you, what, yeah. how did it come to be? And maybe for people that haven't heard about it, what, what is it? Yeah, absolutely. So MADE is an editorial that you can find online as well as a digital community. 
And it really started because when I got pregnant with my daughter, I didn't even know this, but probably as I documented the journey, I really didn't understand that women didn't know that they had so many options. So I had my kids at home and it seemed kind of crazy, especially sharing that online. And I naively did that at the time. And I just thought, well, we have choices. And when our bodies are healthy, we have more choices. So if something doesn't feel right, you know, then you need to see other doctors, look for second opinions, kind of, you know, go down the rabbit hole. And I became this point of contact for many women. And it was new information. And what I found was it was specifically a lot of new information for black and brown women. They really were coming to me for guidance. And I'd be like, you know, well, I'm not a doctor, but what I can tell you is that I have extensively researched things. I call myself a researcher. I am down the rabbit holes. There are so many nights when my husband would be like, Denise, (laughs) turn the light off and go to bed. And I'm like, I'm almost there. I'm almost like figuring it out. And I became this, you know, person of information for them. And at the same time, I realized that I didn't want to take my daughter. When I got pregnant, I was a star of a television show and I was shooting in Atlanta. I was working 17 hours a day. I was exercising two hours a day because I was, I was on the show called single ladies. And I was like the Carrie Bradshaw. I was having sex on television all day. I was in skimpy outfits and, 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 you know, trendy, beautiful clothes. But, you know, at the time, my idea of health and wellness was like, how many hours can I put at the gym and how skinny can I be? And how, you know, and when I got pregnant, I was like, this is not what health and wellness is at all. Like I was wearing a hustle badge before, you know, oh, I had my meetings, I did this, I was in, I worked 17 hours, I still made it to the gym two hours. I, you know, was eating a very, very like restricted diet. And then I had my child and I was like, wait, I actually have to like feel good at all times. You know, like there's, you know, there's no stand in for you, right? You got to be a dad. I got to be a mom. There's no one really to, to play those exact roles when we don't feel good versus like when I'm on set and I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to take a break. Somebody comes in and holds my, my camera line, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started to talk about that journey on social media and kind of talk about how things have are really changed for me. And I, you know, accumulated this community of incredible women and it kept on growing and growing and growing. And they really went and encouraged me to launch a platform where the information could live forever versus social media where things, you know, 24 Mm -hmm. hours or you can't find something. Mm -hmm. And so made is really right now, it's a resource for information on clean beauty and self-care, which was a big component of, of made as well as my, you know, really me pushing for people to take time for themselves and not rock that hustle badge because you don't actually get anywhere, but you get to burn out. And becoming a mom really showed me that like, it doesn't, I don't have to do everything. I don't have to do everything to a hundred percent, which is hard for me because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I have to work at that. I have to remind myself, I have to schedule in my time. And, you know, first thing in the morning I do is look at my schedule and saying, where am I taking my me time today? Mm-hmm. And I might not know what that me time looks like every single day, but I need know that I need to find some time in my day to do it. And so that's how the maid community came, 
you know, came together and they really encouraged me to go out. So I built the website and, you know, we have some exciting things happening next year as we move into, you know, the product space. But right now we are a resource that you can come to when you want information or you don't want to think about it. If you want to find a clean red lipstick or clean shampoo and conditioner, because, you know, products and what we put on our bodies are really a big focus for me, then you can come to the site. If you want a recipe, you can come to the site. So we're a resource right now. I love that. Health insurance plans can be confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims processes, and other red tape to deal with. CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your healthcare and helps you pay for health expenses. Health insurance processes honestly are inaccessible for a lot of people and can leave you feeling taken advantage of. That's why I am such a fan of what CrowdHealth is doing. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a CrowdHealth member, you'll get a personal care advocate to help navigate the complexities of health events. Your personal care advocate will even negotiate bills on your behalf. They'll be with you every step of the way and could save you thousands in health bills in the process. You'll get access to a crowd of thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. $40 of your $175 monthly payment helps pay for your care advocate, telemedicine services, discounted prescriptions, and other tools to help get you the best care at an affordable price. The remainder of the monthly payment goes into the crowd health account that you own so you can help others in the crowd pay for their medical expenses as well. Experience healthcare freedom with crowd health. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code WILLCOLE at checkout to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com, promo code WILLCOLE. Join crowdhealth.com promo code Will Cole to get your first three months for just $99 per month. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply. Have you heard about Athletic Greens? I have taken AG1 by Athletic Greens for a long time now. I am an Athletic Greens super fan. And for all of my telehealth patients out there, they know how much I love AG1. And I recommend it to patients as well. AG1 by Athletic Greens is daily nutrients that supports so many different pathways in the body. AG1 is so much more than just a greens powder. It's all your key health products like a multivitamin, multimineral, pre and probiotics, and so much more working together synergistically as one. With just one scoop of Athletic Greens, you can get the nutrients and gut health support that helps your whole body thrive and covers your nutritional bases. It's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients like adaptogens that deliver benefits like mood support, immune system support, sleep support, sustained energy throughout the day, and so much more. I love that AG1 is delivered monthly to my house so I don't have to think about it. And the AG1 travel packs are a game changer when you're traveling throw a few travel packs into your carry-on and you have it wherever you're at. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. 
Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting, energy-supporting vitamin D, and also five free travel packs of Athletic Greens with your first purchase. So you have to go to athleticgreens.com slash willcole. That's athleticgreens.com slash willcole. Check it out. It's something I want to unpack there is home birth. That's a big, like you said, you're sharing. I love it. You're just authentically yourself sharing things online because you want to empower people, share your story, but also not care about what people say. What was that like? What made you decide home birth was right for you? So me and my husband are very much, you know, Eastern medicine type of people. Mm -hmm. I think he sees, I see the gynecologist as my only Western doctor really. And if I need to see a dermatologist, but thankfully I'm like really take care of good you know, my skin and, but my husband sees a germ, a germ because he gets moles regularly. And those are like the two only Western doctors that we see. So we get pregnant. I go into my gyno to confirm after, you know, four pregnancy tests that I am indeed pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure there's, you know, what was I doing at the time? I was big into acupuncture and I was drinking all those like incredible Chinese teas and like, you know, the wood bark and all those crazy things. And I'm like, yeah, this must have messed with my like something and it's making me pregnant because I can't actually be pregnant, can I? So I'm like, Uh let's go in, get the blood work done. My gynecologist, I'm not going to say his name, but he's very well respected here in LA and delivers some, you know, really, you know, privileged people here in LA's children. When I walk in and I have a green juice, this is not a green juice, but I have a green juice and he's like, yep, well, you're pregnant. And he goes, well, no more having that. And I was like, no more having what? And he's like, the green juice. And I'm like, the green juice? No more having the green juice? But that's the healthiest thing I can do for my body, you know? And obviously, you know, they're worried about listeria and things being cleaned. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm getting at a, a great place or I'm juicing it at home you know, so I'm not having a green juice on the side of the road. If I'm eating my kale or I'm drinking my kale, what's the difference? Although kale is such a hot topic these days, but what's the difference? And he didn't necessarily have an answer for me. So I'm like, so I understand what your concern is, but you're not saying I can't go into a restaurant and have a kale salad or a green salad, but I can't have a green juice. And that was like my first inclination that like, this probably wasn't going to be the way I wanted to deliver a child. Mm-hmm. And then the more I looked into it, I just really felt like I, this needed to be a connection between mind, body, and spirit. And if I was healthy enough and I didn't have complications, then there really was no need to have technology in the way. And so many people attending something or pushing it one way or another. I mean, both my kids were 12 days past their expected due date. That doesn't happen if you're planning to have your child in a hospital. And I understand that some people definitely need to have hospital births. And there are technology is an incredible thing when it comes to any, you know, disease and 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 also giving birth. But birth is not a disease. Yeah, this is something our body naturally does. And there are women all over in third world countries going out into the middle of some field, hopping out a kid and taking their kid back to their village, you know. Mm -hmm. And while that's not the life we live here, I also just knew that if I was healthy enough, I wanted to 
have my child the way I wanted to. And I didn't necessarily want people to intervene when it wasn't necessary, if it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Definitely times with my second birth where I was going every week at the end to see, you know, a doctor who supported home birth because not all doctors support home birth and you do need to have a backup doctor. And they were checking my fluids to make sure everything would be safe. And, you know, there's a way to do it. And there's a way to find the support and the midwives and the doulas that you need that are, you know, people you can count on. Mm-hmm. You have to do it safely, of course, and you have to follow all the rules and, and, and mm-hmm. regulations. But our bodies really were made for this. And giving birth, like if I could do anything over and over again, it's not have more kids. I'm good. <laughs> it's not carry the baby for 10 months or not the whole debate on that. I'm good. It's literally just going through the process of giving birth to a child is so life-changing and powerful and dynamic. You are not the same person you are. You are, you are a woman that you didn't even know you were. And I'm sure, you know, you saw shifts in your, in your part, your wife's life too. It's like, my husband goes, I've never been so scared and in love with you as the moment you were like, <laughs> delivering our children. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? You were advocating for yourself. And I feel so throughout all aspects of healthcare, women are met. There's so much medical gaslighting and shaming and like, no, you, that's not an option for you forever, even wanting to do something different. And that takes a certain level of empowerment and self-advocacy and education that I'm glad we're even having this conversation because there's so many people out there that are like, well, I didn't even know that was an option for me. And if you do it the right way and if it's right for you, ask questions. Yeah, I think that was always been my biggest thing because that it really started with that when I also was like, wait, people don't know that this is an option. And, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's a cost-effective option as well. I was really surprised. And that was really why I started sharing more on social media. Cause I was like, we do, there are more options than just going into an office with anything, with any, you know, medical situation than going in and just believing what one doctor tells you, you have to advocate for yourself, advocate for yourself. You have to ask questions. You have to seek other opportunities Mm -hmm. and even a second opinion, you know, and That was really what inspired me to keep on sharing because I was like, well, women need to know that there are more options in in everything. And it's just not one way, one way for everybody. That's, that's, that doesn't work. Right. Something else that you said is when you, when made became a thing and we put it out in the world is you were really empowering really everybody, but obviously specifically women. And then you also said, black and brown women and people of color, I've always, it's disconcerting. It's, it's, there's, it's an issue when it comes to representation in the wellness and health world as a whole. I'm curious about your perspective on that and why it's an issue and, and really made is, is helping to rectify that. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, in this process of sharing and figuring things out and listening, I realized that women who looked like me and came from places like me felt at the time, and this is, you know, back in 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, really felt like health and wellness was a white or wealthy thing. And that was also very shocking to me because a lot Obviously, we know that a lot of health and wellness rituals, the root of them comes 
from, you know, descendants of people of color, the cultures of people of color. So it was interesting to me that that's how the community felt at the same time while I was and looking for answers and going down my rabbit holes of research, I realized that there was no one who was necessarily talking to me specifically. So the information was real, right, and correct, but I couldn't resonate with that person because they were either only showing themselves and they didn't look like me, or they were only showing one aspect of what a woman looked like, which was usually Caucasian. And I think that that was, that is just true about the time. I think we've gotten better. There's still a lot more of improvement to make, but it just was how things were represented there. And also Mm -hmm. for me, it was also very crunchy and very granola. And here I was, and this was something that was very important to me when creating my brand made was that just because you maybe, you know, drink a green juice, maybe you make your almond milk, or if you're a mom, you're making your baby food fresh at home and you, you rock clean, only clean beauty brands. And, you know, you go get your IV drips and you're, you're all about doesn't necessarily mean that you don't, you're not like sexy anymore, or you're not cool, or you don't rock a leather, leather jacket and some seven inch heels. Like there was just one aspect that I was seeing and, you know, one perspective that I was seeing. And I was like, that's not representative of everyone. Then I had this community of women thinking that in order to take care of themselves, they needed money. And, you know, that was like a quote unquote white thing. And I'm like, actually, no, these, this came from our people. This came from our land. These rituals came from our soil. So let's remember that one, two, yes, you can go in and if you like, and can afford to, you can buy, you know, an incredible X, Y, Z product, but there are, you can make a, like a face mask, right? You can buy $125 clean, incredible face mask. You can also at home mash up some avocado, put a little, like you can do it yourself as well. And there are variations of what you're, how you're going to be limited in that in terms of like results, but there are other options. And so when I launched Made in, 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 in its inception, I was like, we really want to teach people. So for the first like two or three years, you couldn't buy a product on my site. We were just about educating you, just about talking to you. We just wanted you to get the information. And then it, then because of the community saying, great, but now I want to know, I don't always want to read. I want you to just tell me, what should I buy if I need this? If I have curly hair, if I have hyperpigmentation. And so we moved into, you know, introducing product on the site so that we could also be the one-stop shop. You want to get the info, come to the site. And, And then you can go out and take that info and you know, make or buy whatever you want. If you want to just come and buy something, you can just come and buy something. But it really was important to me that women of color, especially women who came from communities like I do, like I'm just like, I always say like this little brown girl from Brooklyn who just did not stop, like just Mm -hmm. kept on pushing through and pivoting and moving and changing. But I wanted those type of women and girls to know like we have these options and we too should be taking care of ourselves. And it doesn't necessarily take money to do that. It takes mm-hmm. dedication. It takes self-respect. It mm-hmm. takes caring about ourselves. 
and it takes intention. So, mm-hmm. you know, our thing is like, you know, eat, nurture, live, eat, nurture, live glam. So the food that you put in your body, the way you nurture your relationships, live is your, you know, wellness routines, the products that you use, like self-care products or yoga, you know, your yoga practice or your exercise. Now I'm big into weightlifting actually. So like, you know, whatever your movement of your body and then the glam portion, like that's important for everyone. And especially I think for, for women and that we should be using, you know, clean products. So uh, that's absolutely. how we try to help solve the problem and kind of put, that's our spin on it. I love it. And it, you're doing a great job with it. And what I love is not just from a, a race standpoint, representation and bringing more people in. It's like, this is for you too. This is, I mean, this is about bettering people's lives and this isn't, should not be a race thing. No, super inclusive. That was like going back to what I was saying about like when I was looking for the answers and I just saw one person, like you see me on my own site, of course, but you Mm -hmm. also see women in a hijab. You see, you see women all tattooed. I was like, I wanted this to feel like no matter who you are, if you came to the site and you were blonde and blue eyed, or you were, you know, a dark skin black woman, you felt like we were there. You could trust us and you can come to us and we were there to support and educate you. Yeah. And I also see, like you mentioned, not just from a race standpoint, but from a socioeconomic standpoint, you're giving people DIY, low cost and aspirational higher end things as well, which I think is so great because you, there are so many options out there, but people don't even know, like, where do I go? What, just tell me what to do. I trust you. Like, what are, what are your top picks? Clean Simple Eats is on a mission to elevate lives through food, fitness, and the best tasting supplements on the planet. And I can attest, I'm obsessed with their Simply Vanilla Protein Powder. Each serving contains 20 grams of grass-fed whey protein. The whey is cold processed from start to finish, keeping all the nutrients intact. Their formula also contains an enzyme blend to help your digestive system break down the protein into usable amino acids. They have 22 delicious all-natural flavors. Like I said, I love the Simply Vanilla. It tastes like ice cream, honestly, but they have tons of unique flavors. Brownie batter, coconut cream, chocolate peanut butter, cake batter, strawberry cheesecake, and mint chocolate cookie, just to name a few. One of the things I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is non-GMO, gluten-free, third-party tested, always grass-fed, and made with zero artificial ingredients. This stuff is so freaking delicious. What I also love about these protein powders is there's no chalky texture. They're creamy and smooth and taste so good. Beyond the protein powder, they also have five tasty super greens mixes, an amazing collagen selection, and they also have hydrate and energy mixes as well. Visit cleansimpleeats.com and use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's cleansimpleeats.com. Use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 20% off your first order. So let's talk about it. Clean beauty, you mentioned it. Let's maybe, what does that mean for people that are newer to that topic? What makes something clean and why should people care? Because they're maybe cleaned up their kitchen and they're eating cleaner, but they're maybe putting the regular, most people are putting the regular conventional products on their skin. Why should people care? 
Absolutely. So I think the first and foremost, it's important to know that there is no regulated definition of clean. The FDA at all, there's no regulation. The government is not saying that. This is this has come out of kind of like a health and wellness, you know, boost that people started to say, hey, I can eat all this great stuff, like you were saying, but what about these products that I'm putting on my body? And all day long, we're um, putting things. I can't even I was trying to count today how many items it takes me to get ready from getting in the shower, washing my body, washing my hair, putting on lotion, three or four serums, you know, lipstick, everything, right? So we're consistently putting products on our bodies and our bodies absorb those products. And so, you know, the discussion is consistent low dosage of things can affect our bodies and they can affect our systems, right? And so why is it important? That's why, because over time, the buildup of how many items you put every single day on your body for the length of your life, is that potentially the reason that, you know, women have cancer? But you talk about breast cancer and deodorant and like when we were, you know, using, I'm not going to say obviously brands, but like, you know, the conventional, which just block your system from sweating. Sweating is one of the most important things that we can do. Now, I don't want to smell when I sweat, but I don't want to completely block it because that's my, my body's way of getting rid of toxins. Like, so I think that, you know, those are important things to think about. So I think clean beauty for me is transparency. So education, right? Why is it important? What are the reasons? And then clean beauty for me is also about what are these brands doing in the world? Like what, what, how are brands affecting the environment? What's the brand's sustainability ethics? You know, how are they going about creating, sourcing, they're, they're creating their formulas and that ties into sourcing their ingredients. What are they putting that product in, right? Are we using virgin plastic? That's just going to end up, you know, polluting the world. Are we using, are we using glass? Which one is better? I mean, there's such a big conversation. So for me, it's about, you know, using great ingredients that are sourced the right way, being super transparent about what your packaging is made of and how is that infecting, affecting the environment. And it's also important to me that those brands are educating their consumers versus just like slapping, you know, a clean beauty stamp on something, really going out there and explaining to them why we don't use X, Y, and Z ingredients, what we think that that does, why we've chosen to do it this way. And for those who don't want to go down those holes, resources like Made, stores like Credo, Detox Market, you know, if you're shopping at Sephora and the more conventional place looking for that green stamp, there's also several levels of clean, right? Or going to, let's say, Goop, which is how we initially met, yeah. right? So there's, there's several levels and you need to know that American standards and the EU standards, very different. And so there's a small amount of ingredients that are prohibited in our personal care products in America. And there's a much, much more extensive list in the EU. So I always want to go and look for brands who are EU compliant. Efficacy is important though. You want a product to work. So like, I want my red lipstick to stay on. I want to be able to do this podcast, drink and not have my lipstick smear, right? 
So finding the right products that are clean, but also work is also important for women. So then you have like the different variants of, of clean. And that's something you kind of want to look into too. And price point is something to consider too. It's unfortunate, but the, the way it is, is like things that are super, super clean really have a higher price tag because the ingredients are of a certain, you know, are of a certain level. But what I've tried to do with social media and with made is I kind of look at things like a green, greener, greenest, right? That's kind of I how love that. you go. Not, not everyone can afford or wants to spend $32 on a lipstick. Can I go into a Target and find a brand that maybe costs 10 or $12 and it might not be high-end top tier clean, at least it's missing some basic, you know, five, six basic things that we know we don't want to be putting, you know, in our bodies every single day, right? So teaching and educating and advocating and speaking about like, hey, here are some places that you can go. Here are some items that you can get at different price points, different levels of clean, and then, you know, teaching people how to slowly make the change. Don't go out and buy everything new. This is, you know, we want to be careful about like fear mongering and forcing people to like just consume things. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. Run, something runs out. Let's find a, a clean alternative now that that product has run out. And then let's look at, you know, where you can go that works for your lifestyle. I love that. Great tips for people. Thank you for that. As you know, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. This is your art of being well. Denise Vossi's Art of Being Well. First question, if you had to pick one food, what's the worst tasting health food that you eat, that you eat it because it's so good for you, but it tastes freaking horrible? I think I eat anything that I don't love. I love that. I love that for you. I really don't. I think you got to figure out how to season things and how to make them your own. But like, (laughs) you know, like this used to be really hard for me to drink. Now I mix it with coconut water and I'm now I can drink it all day long. So I think about like finding your way. I will say supplements are hard for me to take. And I take, I I take a lot of them because I want to take them because I do feel like they benefit my body. And I do know that I'm not getting everything I need from food. So I believe in supplementation, but it is really hard for me. And I really have to kind of switch around every couple of months. So I talk to my doctor and say, okay, this is too many. I can't take this. It's like, you know, my husband takes so many. I don't even know how he does it. (laughs) This is is like 20 pills. I can't let's, let's streamline, let's test, let's switch it up. Let's take things out and add things in. So if I would say like, what do I take? That's hard to take. It would be supplements, but I do it anyway. I love that. What is that drink you're drinking that you put with coconut water? AG1. Oh, yeah. they're a sponsor on the podcast. That oh, was not okay. planned. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it because I didn't know about all they, the you know, conflicts or not. But they're great. They are. They're that Athletic Greens is probably one of the first sponsors of the podcast years ago. Whenever we started, two years ago at this point. So very cool. I love Athletic Greens. I have it every day too, and yeah, my patients no, love it too. It's, it's incredible. And I've told everybody, like, if you can do just make one change, this is one great change to make because Mm -hmm. it's easy done and done. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. Next question. What's your dream vacation? Ideally. 
My dream vacation is, I have to say, I'm very blessed and very fortunate that we get to go on this vacation every year. We spent a good part of our summers in Italy in this a specific region called Puglia. I don't know if you've ever been there, but if you I've haven't, never. let's go. We will send you all the notes. Okay. It is so grounded. It is so real. It's so beautiful and peaceful. And it's inexpensive to relative to other places like, you know, Capri and all those fancy places. Mm-hmm. And every year we come and all the restaurants that we go to regularly remember the kids and, oh my God, she's gotten so big. And oh my gosh, Aww. he's such a big boy. And it's just like a very real place. And the food's incredible. And you go there and you have like a bottle of wine and everybody eats and it's like 75 euro. <laughs> Where is it at in the country? What part of? Down by the boot. Okay, good. Down by the boot. I love it. It's great. What You mentioned supplements. Down by the what heel, are, sorry, down by the heel of the boot. Heel yeah. of the boot. I, I get it. So, southern part. What are two supplements that have been the biggest game changers for you personally that you notice like, hey, this makes a difference? Vitamin D and B12. That was easy. Any, yeah. any specific sources of it or you just rotate brands? Well, no, I rotate brands. I usually stay within like, so now I'm taking AG1s. D, but Thorn, you know, I try and stay with the pure encapsulations. Yeah. Uh, the brands that probably you and I know because we, well, you because of what you do, but me because I was getting them from my integrative medicine doctor mm-hmm. when you could only get them there from mm-hmm. there. Now they're more, con, you know, consumer forward. So I try and stay with those brands because I believe in, you know, the ingredients and the sourcing. And really, D is just because I was so deficient and I didn't understand. And this was, you know, many moons ago, I started doing all the Nutrival testing and really deep blood work. And that really propelled my wellness journey and kind of understanding Mm -hmm. that I needed to supplement because I wasn't getting it from my food and I wasn't getting sunlight because I was on set for 17 hours a day. So I was indoors. I was like, I'm so tired, but I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping the recommended eight to nine hours, which by the way, I don't necessarily believe you need eight to nine hours that everybody needs eight to nine hours. I personally am a six or seven hour person. But at the time I was like, I'm doing everything right. Then I went and got tested and my, my D was so low that they had to compound me as my own supplement. <laughs> Here's this horse pill. Take the, yes. take this and I was D. like, oh, oh my gosh. Now I'm, I'm so much better that I can, you know, take something that I can purchase online, but energy wise, and obviously we know that it's attached to so many important health, you know, patients to be in regards to like, I'm D was big for COVID. Like, it's like, you have to make sure your D is up, you know, your bones and energy. And so I also try and get out every day that you can here in California. And I get, I try and sit for 15 minutes and have some direct sunlight on my abdominal. And I definitely let the kids go a few hours in the morning. If we're like, let's say we're on vacation and it's the morning, they definitely go sunscreen, sunscreen free for, you know, an hour or two before I put sunscreen on. Cause I do believe that that is, you know, I think we all know is the best way to get D yeah. and super important for your health. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. What's your favorite? Well, let's do it this way because you're a New York girl living in in LA. <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your favorite New York restaurant? What's your favorite LA restaurant? Okay, but 
Okay, but are we talking uh, like no, no, no uh, health health benefits aside, purely okay. on like this is my favorite joint. Okay, so my favorite place in New York is Carbone, Italian restaurant. Not sure, mm-hmm. but oh, I, I know it. Oh, yep. okay, definitely. Yep. Anyone else go check it out. And then my favorite restaurant in LA has got, I mean, Gracias Madre maybe, which is vegan, but it's, it vegan. you know, it's, it's the vegan you can't have every single day. Yeah. It's a special Mexican like food. It's good. It's I like perfect, it. Gracias Madre. But it's like, you know, great cocktails and like heavy yeah. vegan Mexican. West food. Hollywood, right? Yeah. 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 It's good. So let's go into the world. You know, you're a world traveler. What's your favorite restaurant in the world and what do you order there? Okay, I'm going to butcher their name, I'm sure. And it's Osteria de, Temp- de Tiempo Personas, and that's in Puglia. And you have, gosh, the baked eggplant, parma- what we would know as a baked eggplant parmesan. And then the spaghetti vongole, so spaghetti and clams. And then they usually have a special. That's great. Great. Love to love the tips. What's the weirdest wellness thing that you've done that you're willing to admit on a podcast? God, I'm willing to admit anything, but weird. I've done it all. <laughs> I mean, I literally do it all. I'm trying to think. Oh, I guess a vag steam might seem weird for some people. Yeah, pelvic steaming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 pelvic steam <laughs> we, we can, <laughs> well you can call it whatever you want but i know it is about pelvic steam. <laughs> sorry well yeah it's all right that's all right i think it's it's is it called a yawning yeah no that's the the egg the pelvic, oh, yeah, that's the pelvic egg. strengthening yeah yeah yeah. Tool. yeah yeah so i would say that might be some people might consider that weird yeah no totally and actually it's we had the founder of the fullest on the podcast, Nikki Bostwick talking about this, the history of that sort of that you mentioned like the ancestry, this is middle Eastern ancestral tool for, for health and supporting our health. And it's a great tool you can still use today. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I was living in Atlanta, shooting a show and they had a Korean like bathhouse and you'd go there and they'd like scrub you down and beat you up and like, <laughs> the leaves and do all in the, the best stuff. of ways. Yeah. In the best of ways. And then they were like, okay, now you're going to go sit on top of it. And I was like, what? And this was gosh, 2010 or something. And I was like, what do, what am I going to do? And then I was like, oh, that felt amazing. So <laughs> I've kept that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. What is not necessarily, it's not food. It's not a supplement. What's your latest biohack or wellness trend that you're really into? So I cold plunge every day. And I would say that that's been something that's been in my practice on and off for years, but we actually made the investment and got one for the house. Nice. Which one do you use? You mean which brand? Yeah. Uh, Brand. Gosh. Is it what that's the, I know like the white one is called the cold plunge. I think. Yeah, no, it's one. not that one. It's re- rejuvenation. Is it what's it called? Oh my God, sorry. It's all right. We'll, I'll send it to you. Okay, we'll look at it. We'll, I'll look at it later. I'll put it in the show notes. Later. Okay, perfect. And it's been so great to have every morning. It really, it really has been. And at first, I hadn't been in for so long. So when I first jumped in, I was like, oh my God, I haven't done this in forever. I don't know if I could do it. And then literally the second day, I was like, oh, five minutes, 
six minutes, seven minutes. So I do seven minutes. I call it seven minutes in heaven. I wake up now every morning at around five. I'm really into lifting weights, which I wasn't for so long. I think I was really, well, there was a period of time where I didn't step into the gym, like during COVID two years at home, my husband was away and was fortunate enough to be able to work, but I was with kids and I was a mad woman and there was no time and I didn't feel great about myself. So now, now I didn't feel great about myself in the sense of like, I wasn't moving my body and I was like, Mm -hmm. everything else is on point, but I'm not moving my body and I can feel that. But we just recently moved and we took a small little room that's outside and put, made it a little gym area. Mm -hmm. So now I'm up in the morning at five every morning and I'm weight training. And I will say for me, I've seen that that is the fastest way for me to lose weight. I think also I've come to a realization this year that in my mind, it was, oh, I wanted to have a certain physique. And now I'm like, this is the physique that I can have because this is how I'm built. And that realization was really important. And so I do that. And then I go for my seven minutes in heaven. And I will say that I'm able to push myself harder in the gym because I know that I'm not going to be as sore because the cold really helps with the inflammation. And also I do have anxiety pretty badly. And I noticed that it really helps with my anxiety. So going in in the morning, those seven minutes are like a little meditation moment. And I'm just like, just thinking about, I've got this. And then I kind of zone out. And the rest of my day is so much more chill than it would normally be. So it's really having it every single day has been really transformative for me. That's great. Even on a physiological level, beyond just the time of meditation, it's been shown to really support the regulation of your nervous system and kind of calm someone that is more prone to being anxious. It's a great tool. I, I bring it into patients' protocols that are struggling with anxiety. It can help with sleep, energy levels, so many things. Great. I love that. Do you ever go to Starbucks? And if you go to Starbucks, what do you order? No. <laughs> <You're dead. laughs> I don't, no. Sorry. Okay. So just to be clear, I don't go to Starbucks because it's unhealthy. I don't go to Starbucks because I personally think the coffee isn't great. <laughs> what, Am I what's your, say that? What, Am I going to get in trouble? No, 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 no. They're I, definitely I, not a sponsor. No, Starbucks. That's no. Starbucks is not a sponsor. Can I just I, wonder because it's so ubiquitous. It's in airports. It's in every city. Like, yeah. do people go? A lot of people in wellness don't go because of like the quality of the coffee or all this that stuff. But where do you go? Do you drink? If I had to do, if yeah. I had, if I was in an airport, I would go to a Dunkin' Donuts and get like a black coffee. Prefer Dunkin' Donuts black coffee over Starbucks black coffee. Yeah. Wow. Is that bad? I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I'm surprised. I def if I had the two, because I've had the black coffee with Dunkin' Donuts out of like, okay, this is black coffee. It's not the best, but it's, it's available. I don't like it nearly as much as Starbucks. You know, maybe it's the line at Starbucks. <laughs> maybe that's the turnoff for you. Maybe it's like, because actually we're big coffee snobs. So we like, we have like a, a Marzocco in the house. Like, you know, those big machines you see. Yeah. When you click up? We have the, like the small one for homes and like, I just make coffee at home. It's, it's. So yeah. Much. Hey, it's, it's like, better for you. Better quality. Better, you make it I know want. it's in there. It's less expensive. By the yeah. way, I have to look this up because it was going to bother me. It's Renew Therapy. Oh, yes. Renew it's Therapy. A, a yep. yeah. You know who has that one is Brad Falchuk, Gwyneth's husband. They have that one. Brad 
spoke very highly. He showed it to me, loves it. And I, I, I need to get one. I don't have one yet. <gasps> you have to get one. And that's definitely the one to get because we did like the down deep hole research. It's great because it's self-cleaning and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's minimal work. It doesn't feel like it's something else I really got to take care of. You switch mm-hmm. the, the filter very easily and it's great. You'll love it. I love it. I actually, I feel like I've talked to that company. I think they're based out of Jersey. I, I could be wrong on that, but maybe yeah, California. Call them up. And yeah, I should call them up. Hook, hook me yeah. up. Come on, guys. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you could only use one skincare product, this is going to be tough for you, but what would that one product be? Sunscreen. Nice. Which, which one? What's your favorite clean, non-toxic sunscreen? Biosance makes a really great one that I love. It doesn't leave that white cast. It's a mineral sunscreen mm-hmm. that doesn't leave that white cast. So if you have, you know, pigmented skin, that's going to be really important. I think that's also why some women of color like shy away from mineral sunscreen because it leaves mm-hmm. a bad gray purple cast. Mm-hmm. But this goes on nicely. It also it also feels like a moisturizer and less like a coating. So your makeup mm-hmm. can go on it very well if you use makeup. But yeah, if I had to use one product, which is hard for me. Mm-hmm. It would be sunscreen because you should be wearing sunscreen every day. Got it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what enneagram you are? The personality? No, I don't. I feel like I did it a long time ago. I had an assistant who was like, "You need to do this," and then I was like, "What is she trying to find out about me?" <laughs> <laughs> I ask all my patients. I do ask you? not all of it. them, but most of them. Yes, especially like wanting to understand them. I ask most of them. It's important. Okay. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to do the, the quiz. Yeah. We, we won't put that in the show notes, but no, I, I am follow curious. Me. When I do it, I'll, I'll share it. <laughs> okay. That, there you go. Follow Denise. So before we go, I wanted to thank you. Years ago, I think it was my second book. We had a book event at the Goop store in New York and yep. you went out of your way last minute and showed up for me. And I still remember it now. I think you were hanging out with Victoria Beckham and you left that party to come <laughs> hang out with little old me, this functional medicine guy. And I really meant a lot to me then. And it, I still think about it now. Your thoughtfulness and support meant a lot. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I really, really believe in what you're doing. I believe in how hard you're working to spread the word and how you are helping people. And when I see that, and I find those people, I stick with them. Thank you. Likewise. Likewise. That means a lot. So where can people go? Where can people go to learn about all the things we talked about today? Made you on social. Where do they go? Absolutely. So made is spelled M-A-E-D. So you can find us at M-A-E-D.co, made.co. And definitely come and find me on Instagram at Denise Vassi, D-E-N-I-S-E-V-A-S-I. And let me know that you came via the podcast because I always love to know where people are coming from and shoot me a DM. I'm always in my DMs. I'm always chatting away with people and I can send anything your way if you're looking for a recommendation. Thank you, my friend. Come back anytime. Thank you for having me, Will. Talk soon. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. 
And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.